The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. Kia ora friends, I'm Joanna Santa Barbara bringing you an eco-postcard. Each week I send you a small snapshot of a few things going on in our beautiful world earth. And some of them are troubling stories of damage through excessive human impact on the biosphere. And some of them are uplifting stories of restoration. I hope these accounts help you find your own pathway of protection of the people and planet you love. So today I, I have three stories of what, what to do with the carbon produced <clears throat> by industrial and transport polluters, particularly industrial. Um, and there are various, various ways of dealing with it, and all of these ways have to be examined closely to see if they are really effective and really doing the job. One of the ways of doing it is called offsetting, and that means that Governments and companies that are um, responsible for a lot of carbon emissions pay for it to be reduced or cut somewhere else other than their own site. Um, so in some other country, uh, they're paying money for either emissions cuts in that country or for um, tree planting or wetland restoration or such. And recently, Australia, Australia's carbon credit system, which is what's applied to that, uh, has had a review. And that review says that polluters must make deep cuts in their own greenhouse gas emissions and not rely heavily on offsets paying for emission cuts elsewhere if we are going to successfully address the, the climate crisis. The head of this, this inquiry, Professor Ian Chubb, is the former chief scientist who headed Australia's review of the carbon credit scheme, and uh, he backed a recommendation that companies should prioritise absolute emissions cuts consistent with the goal of limiting global heating to 1.5 degrees centigrade and that offsets should be used only above and beyond that. <clears throat> and uh, policy experts have generally supported the use of high-integrity carbon credits to offset emissions, um, especially those that are difficult and expensive to clean up, such as in making steel or glass. But they have warned that storing carbon in trees is not the same as cutting fossil fuel emissions at the source. If you store it in trees, that's part of the short carbon cycle, those trees will either be cut down for wood or they'll fall down um, at the end of their lifespan and decay and release carbon to the atmosphere <clears throat> at some point. Whereas uh, if, if the carbon isn't burned, then it stays geologically stored for 
for thousands of years. Um, <clears throat> so I, I, there's another article from The Guardian on this subject, which uh, also is talking about limiting offset arrangements, that companies need to cut at the source and governments need to organise for that to happen or legislate for that to happen. <clears throat> um, a pretty eminent speaker, Johan Rockström, who's the director of the Potsdam Institute for Climate Impact Research and chief scientist at Conservation International, which actually manages carbon offsetting projects. So <clears throat> he, he comes at it from two directions, uh, looking at possible advantages of offsetting in terms of more planting of trees and also the disadvantages of offsetting in that it's, it can allow companies to carry on emitting carbon. So what, is, what does Rockstrom say? Um, he says that offsetting can be valuable, but only if companies are already cutting their carbon emissions by at least half each decade. Now that's pretty substantial, at least half each decade, from now until they reach net zero in 2050. Um, he says that they can buy offsets as an additional effort beyond those reductions, but the offsets can't be used as a substitute for those stringent emission reduction requirements. Halve their offset, halve, halve their emissions every decade, says Rockstrom. He uh, said that on the one hand, carbon offsetting is necessary. Um, it's got, it provides incentives and it, it generates much needed investment in natural climate solutions like forests. And on the other hand, he says there's a large risk of misuse of offsetting, uh, especially if it's used, if it's used to um, deal with the inability to follow the scientifically defined pathway of cutting emissions. <clears throat> um, so he, he says that companies should still be encouraged to buy them, but not instead of cutting emissions. Um, partly he's influenced by the importance of keeping forests intact, preventing further deforestation and also protecting the oceans so that they can still act as a carbon sink by growing new forests and changing our agricultural practices to increase soil carbon. So he says, if you correctly manage offset, it helps us to achieve the goals. Now, another expert, Kevin Anderson, who's Professor of Energy and Climate Change at the University of Manchester, says that offsets are actively dangerous uh, because people use them instead of cutting their carbon emissions. Um, and um, people, uh, he, he points out that many people think it's okay for them to fly, however many air miles they want to fly, uh, as long as they buy some offsets 
And so he sees that as, as a dangerous thing. The other thing he points out is that if you offset by planting a hundred trees today, it's actually going to be decades before they are actually storing significant amounts of carbon. And, and Anderson points out, we don't have decades. We've got to cut really fast. Um, <clears throat> put simply, he says, we need to pull every mitigation level to its maximum level. There's no longer any give or any flexibility in the system. Okay, so... Um, the, the least one can take from those messages is that all agree uh, that the, the primary duty of polluters and governments who, are, who must take ultimate responsibility for the level of carbon pollution is to cut emissions at source. And uh, offsetting is good, but it's to mop up the extra and do it faster uh, than would otherwise happen, not instead of reducing emissions. And the, the oh gosh, I've run out of time. I have to keep the third item until next week and uh, make uh, this my farewell. So I'm Joanna Santa Barbara, and this has been an Eco Postcard. Eco Postcards airs on Monday afternoons at 3.30 and Saturday mornings at 9.45. Till next week, bye for now. The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details.